The New Grad Physio podcast is hosted by Andy Barker, consultant MSK and sports physiotherapist, private practice owner and the founder of The New Grad Physio. Having experienced his own rapid rise from student to dream job just 15 months after graduating, Andy knows exactly what it takes to accelerate your skills and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously worked in his dream role at the Leeds Rhinos as the head of physio and rehab, Andy now consults with a number of individual elite athletes and within professional rugby, football and dance whilst running his own group of private practice clinics. He started the new grad physio to help student and new grad therapists just like you overcome the specific challenges you face at the start of your therapy career, helping you to dodge the common pitfalls that can cause confusion and overwhelm with your clinical practice and stop you getting the patient results and the jobs or promotions you deserve. This podcast will deliver you actionable advice, will help you make sense of your patient assessments, reason your treatments and patient rehab to get results well beyond your level of experience. You will also discover what you need to do to open doors, to create opportunities for yourself, so you can enjoy the best possible start to life as a new grad physio. So, let's get started. Hey, it's Andy here and welcome to the New Grad Physio podcast. So, I was listening to an awesome podcast last week when I heard this great phrase and it said, connect before you correct. So, This is so important for you as a therapist if you want to get the most out of the patients and athletes that you work with. And in this podcast episode, I will show you exactly why. The podcast itself I was listening to was actually two of my real good pals. They own a football coaching business, football coaching program, which my eldest son actually actually goes to. It's called Foot Tech Academy in, in Leeds. It's it's a great, it's a great program. It's a great setup that they have got. And one of the guys, uh, Nick, is a qualified teacher and he's he's the coach and also he own, he owns a company or co-owns a company. And through his sort of teaching qualifications and his time in the classroom, he's implemented a lot of the I guess teaching theory to to what they do at the football to become a better coach. And they also have a, a big team of, of coaches. There's a lot of kids that come to come to their sessions and so a big part of what they do is they have a curriculum like you would do in the classroom I guess and they clearly have to educate and coach the coaches so I guess a little bit what, what like what I do with the Neurograph Physio membership where I, I help and coach other therapists they're coaching other coaches and trying to upskill them and educate and train them but the, the thing that Nick was talking about in, in sort of a bit of detail in the podcast was how it's so important that you make an effort. And he was referring to, to like to children here with his coaching, but it refers to us as therapists that we try and connect with that individual, that child, that patient, that athlete that you're working with before you start to, to correct. So correction for us would be trying to fix their problems, trying to fix their range of movement, trying to fix their restore strength or improve movement capabilities or, or whatever it may be that you've identified during your assessments and I think it's something that we're not taught that well to do I think it's something that a lot of therapists don't actually do that well at all and I, sometimes we feel maybe a bit rushed with the time we've got in the session particularly that first you know, initial assessment that we have and you dive straight into your subjective firing questions at your patient but don't make 
an effort to to actually try and connect with your with your patient or or even the athlete that you're that you're working with and i think that has big implications for our ability to actually make changes our ability to actually influence the patients and athletes we work with and that's what i talked through in this particular podcast it, it might seem like a big job to do but it's actually really really easy and i think if we make a conscious effort if you make a conscious effort to do this, you'll see a massive change in the results that you actually get. I've seen this firsthand, and again, with, I guess, in my own private practice, but going back to, to the football guys, I remember taking my my eldest son to, to there for the first time. He just turned four. So they now actually take three-year-olds in a, in a younger session, but at the time, it was the youngest you could take was four. So he literally just turned four. His birthday's in December. He started the first week in January. And I remember going to the first session and he was crying his eyes out. He didn't want to join in. He was stood on the side. Um, I ended up like passing a ball with him for, for probably half the session. Just to, you know, and one of the coaches came over numerous times, was just chatting to him, nothing about football, asking his name, asking you know, what he'd been doing that day, asking him all these different questions and was so, so good with him by, you know, probably halfway through the sessions are about an hour. After you know, 20, 25 minutes maybe, he was in the session. He joined in, he was loving life, running around, kicking a football, getting nowhere near it to start with, but he was having the time of his life and you know that. And if I look back now, that was just that connection piece. It was just that coach making an effort to to kneel down, get onto his level, just to talk to him. You know, and I'm talking, this is a four-year-old child and how much of a big impact it had on him. And if we, we take that, and we, we think about what happens when we see a patient in clinic, it's so, so applicable to, to what we do what we do, uh, for, for many different reasons. So just thinking about when we were taking an assessment, your subjective assessment, you've met a patient for the first time, you're a stranger to them, they don't know who you are, don't know, you know what you do away from the clinic, they know that you're probably a, a physio, a sports therapist, a sports rehabber, but they don't know anything else. They've come to see you because they've got a problem and they're hoping... They don't know, but they're hoping you may be able to help them out. We want our patients to be really open and honest with them when we're when we're going through our assessments. We need them, we need them to tell us everything. We know how important that, say, like your past medical history, for example, and all everything else that's going on is to their to their story and what's going on and how important some information can be to to their problem. So we need our patients to be open, to be honest, and to be able to to relay that information but if they don't feel comfortable in our presence then they're not going to be able to do that we also want them to have a positive experience so as well as it's you know highly important that we fix their problem their injury and fix up whatever you know problems that they've got we also want them to have a good time you know we you know, it's not they're not going to have the best time of their life i'm sure they'd rather be out you know eating or drinking and going a night out or something like that rather than than being at um, a medical appointment but wouldn't it be great if we could fix their problems and also make that experience for them over the sessions that you work together actually positive? And you know, and part of that's going to be getting the right result and actually getting them back fit, getting them healthy, getting them back doing the the activities, the the things that they want to do. But part of that's the process, and if they can enjoy what's going on, they're much more likely to stick to the treatment plan. They're much more likely to adhere. To what you're telling them to do if they actually enjoy what's what's going on i'm not saying there's not might be a few bumps in the road during the treatment plan which there might be for some patients 100 but we make an effort 
to try and connect with them, to try and make that experience as, as enjoyable as we can. You know, and if they don't, if they don't enjoy what's going on, if you struggle to really connect with your patients, those are the types of patients that are much more likely, one, not to adhere to their treatment plan, or those patients actually stop coming to see you because they just don't enjoy coming for physio. One, maybe because they're not getting better, or two, they just don't enjoy the actual sort of sessions. And that's a shame when all we want to do, all you want to do as a therapist is help people out. First impressions are also really important. So whilst we are there and we are dealing with an injury, we are always, always dealing with a person. So I like to think, uh, this is the way that I teach teach as well with the, the guys that are in, in my membership, is we talk about the, the looking at the person first and then the injury second. So again, a big piece of that is just trying to make that connection. So we connect first, then we correct. And by correcting, again, we're talking about fixing range of movement, fixing strength, restoring movement, you know, their ability to squat, lunge, do all these different things. But firstly, we need to we need to connect. That is why within actually my membership content, the first the first content that you that members consume is the subjective assessment, and that's clearly because the subjective is at the start of the process, and it's really important we do a good job with the subjective. But the very first video in the subjective assessment, or should I say the second video, the first video is an introduction video to the module. The second video is, or the first real content video, is all about how to make a connection with your patient and why it's so important. So if I was to say, I give you a tip, and, and you might be thinking now, this sounds all well and good, but how do you actually do this in, in real life? So now I'm going to sort of going to tell you. So if there's one tip that I could give you to to help you connect with your patients or the athletes that, that you're working with is to actually consciously make an effort to try and put your patient at ease at the start of the session. And the way, yes, you do this is to talk about anything other than their actual problem. So this is so, so important because we want to help our patients, our athletes feel relaxed and comfortable in our presence. And we've talked about why that's so important because you know, if they don't, they're, they're not going to tell us the information that we need. They're going to hide certain things, not going to feel comfortable, particularly path medical problems, health issues, you know, mental health, things like that. We know are so important to the management of our patients and athletes. We need to know this. And we need to, if we're really going to understand their story, their injury, and also how it's happened. So in real life with a patient, with an athlete, this might be as simple as you know walking your patient into the room you know, asking them to take a seat, asking them simple questions like, did you find the clinic okay? Have you done much this morning? Really simple, easy questions. And you might think these are just throwaway sort of questions, but again, they will settle your patient. They'll speak to you. So, you know, the first thing they're not they're, they're talking to you is not a question about their injury. It's just something simple about, did they manage to find the car parking space outside or maybe they've took the kids to school this morning or, or done some, been, been to the gym or, or something, whatever they've been doing. And again, that might spark a bit more conversation. So really simple, easy questions that they don't have to think too much about responding to. Do not fall into the trap of you know, sitting your patient down, clock watching, thinking, bang, right, tell me about your injury. Firing all these clinical questions you know, at your patient straight away as soon as they sort of walk through the door. We really need to make that effort to connect before we start to correct. So again, this is so, so important. And you know, I would make a conscious effort 
to, to do this with each and every patient appointment that you have. So it's very important for that first impression in your initial assessment. But again, at the start of every every follow-up session, every time you see that patient, again, to try and reconnect with them, you know, and I have a great, I guess, a, I guess another additional tip. When I'm writing my soap notes and I write my plan, my memory's not that great. So one thing that I do with, with many of my patients is... I will write in my plan clearly what I'm going to do clinically the next um, session, the the progressions that we're going to look at, at doing. But I almost also might write as a reminder to me about something we've discussed. Maybe they're doing something that weekend. Maybe they've got something on that evening after their appointment. And again, that might be something that I ask when they first come in to the session. So it might be on the lines of, oh, you said you were going out for a, a long walk at the weekend. How was that? And again, it might then feed into and then they might start telling you about their injury because it might be related. They might have a lower limb injury and walking something they want to get back to doing and they might start telling you about, oh yeah, I got out for a walk at the weekend, managed to do 10 miles, oh, whereabouts did you go? So again, this is not anything really about their injury. I'm just you know, trying to reconnect with them at the start of that session and patients are really happy with this when this happens because they they then feel really important because you can remember the conversation you had a week or two weeks ago whether their last appointment was. And that's big for a patient. You're just not another person coming into their clinic paying money or another patient, another number on a list or a name on a list. They're, they're actually a person. And I was talking before about that sort of person first, you know, injury second type model. And that's exactly what that is. Patients feel that connection we're trying to build that connection and rapport with them uh, and that's ultimately how we get um you know as much out of our patients as we can and you know that yourself you know you've had patients i'm sure in the past that you've connected with really well you know conversation flows they do everything they ask of you it's because they like you you know they you've built a connection that you've built that rapport with them you've connected really well with them or you've probably had patients on the flip side that you just don't connect with and again you're not going to be best friends with every patient that sort of comes into your your clinic that's what i'm saying but we still need to make a conscious effort even with patients that are very different to us also have very different interests different completely different ages genders whatever it may be maybe completely different characters to us and not people that we would surround ourselves with you know outside of work but again it's it's really important that we don't fall into the trap of of, of i guess not trying to make that connection with the patients and athletes that we work with. It can make so much of a big difference to the effectiveness of your, particularly your patient assessments and your buy-in to your treatment plan. Just to finish up, I've had loads of questions recently about my New God Physio membership, what it is and how it might be able to help you out. The best place to find all information about my membership is to head to newgradphysio.com forward slash membership. So there's a page on my, my website that's dedicated to the membership. It's giving some information about, like I say, what it is and, and how it could help you out. If you when you read through there and you feel like, you know, you, you think you might be suitable for the membership and it's something that you want to learn more about, then there's a couple of quick questions at the bottom of the page. Just fill those in. They're all multiple choice apart from one. And then just hit submit. And then what happens with this, this sort of form, it gets, gets sent straight through to me. I'll have a look over it and I'll get back to you straight away with some help. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you've got planned, and I'll catch you again on the next New Grad Physio podcast. Thanks for listening to the New Grad Physio podcast. Before you head off, I just wanted to make sure you did not miss this. 
Alongside his podcast, Andy posts a weekly blog on his website, www.newgradphysio.com. You can access all his blogs and loads more resources like his recent PDF, The Five Breakthrough Steps to Confidently Treat the Shoulder Right Every Time, Avoid Mistakes and Stop You Feeling Less Adequate Than Other New Grads. This is Andy's most popular resource and has already been accessed by thousands of therapists just like you. To get a copy of this PDF or to get more information about Andy's upcoming courses or find out more about his New Grad Physio membership, head to www.newgradphysio.com. Have a great day and we will catch you on the next podcast episode.